This is I Rock with Rockstars, hosted by Ryan from I Rock 93.5. I Rock listeners, what's up? Hi. Hey. This is so fun. I love it. You started it for me. I usually have to do that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I was just taken aback. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody um, knows who we've got here. Does anybody want them to introduce themselves? No, you guys are good, right? Hey, what's up? I'm Eva. This is Rob. Rob. We're, we're from Eva Under Fire. Uh, yeah, and you had the day off yesterday, but otherwise, you're already out there doing it, and I mean, you've been doing it a lot, it seems like, lately. Yes. Every time I see Instagram, you're out somewhere. <laughs> We've stayed busy, because we like coming and hanging out with all of you cool people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how has the summer tour season treated you guys? I mean, you've done festivals, you've done other things, you've been overseas, I mean, how's it gone this year? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, busier than we've ever been, which is super rad, right? Because that's, that's the goal, is like... We're a band that likes to play live, so as long as you can keep us on stage, we are we will shut up and be compliant and go play the rock show. <laughs> but we start complaining when we're home too long, and I think I think our team knows that, so they're just like, "Please, just book them anywhere. Just tell me where they can play." Somebody, somebody, please, just somebody take, take them. Take them. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it has been really cool because we've been in between, as you said, some festivals. We did upheaval this year. Um, we did incarceration this year, which is sick. Um, we have cool stuff coming up, which, you know, obviously tonight at Rust Belt, mm-hmm. round two. Round two. <laughs> round two. Um, and then and then we're going to be out until, I think, Friday with these guys. Um, we're, we've got Blue Ridge coming up this year. We're going to do some dates with Finger Eleven. So, super busy. Speaking of those, some dates, I mean, you guys just want to... Like, put a cot here and just stay for three weeks? We'll see you again soon, won't we? That might be the easiest route. Like, you guys seem to have enough space we've, here. We've right? got plenty of space here. You guys just pull on in. You said out. you got vending machines, right? That should be good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, that fridge always has some kind of random leftover in it. You'll, you'll be fine. Uh, uh, yeah, seriously, they will be back with Finger 11 in 10 years. If you've been on the fence about that show, officially coming back. Um, so out of all those, I mean, what so far just this year has been that moment that you go, man, that I don't know what's going to top that one. I mean, tonight will obviously, but what's going to top I, I that know one? What you're going to say, go ahead, go ahead and go and tell them about Europe. Okay. 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 So we have friends in the skillet camp and they're amazing humans and musicians, but they asked us because we had uh, toured with them before. If we wanted to go to Europe this year, we did seven dates in Germany, which was incredible. And there was one particular moment in Cologne, Germany at the palladium, and the whole balcony was closed to the public. They had everybody was, there was like 2,400 people on the floor. It was crazy. So Skillet's up there. I lose my mind side stage for every concert ever. So I, I didn't know there was a better spot than front row until I started playing the shows. Now side stage is also my favorite spot. So I'm standing up there losing my mind and Skillet does a great job of shouting out their support bands. So they go, make some noise for Eva under fire. And they pointed to where I was standing on the balcony and 2,400 people turned to me and let out uh, the most deafening roar I've ever heard. I felt like German rock royalty. It was (laughs) insane. And I just, I was like melted. Um, that's because here I am on this balcony. I, just start, I started doing the queen wave. Saying, you know queen, what I mean? You're the queen that moment. Yes. <laughs> Hello, all of you wonderful walkers down there. Yeah, it was crazy. That is awesome. Yeah. Yours. What was your favorite moment? Um, I, actually, I, I witnessed that whole thing happen. I was on the other side of the balcony. Um, that I mean, 
hiding in the shadows. <laughs> For me, I, I get I have kind of a weird answer because I, I enjoy like as far as the experience as a whole, like the shows are awesome. But for me, like Europe was like cool because like you make a lot of mistakes when you've never been in like a foreign place before. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of the mistakes that I made personally is crashing the van. <laughs> Jeez, that's and, a and we're, we're good, obviously. Everyone's fine. But, uh, you know, we ended up, uh, some of those toll roads over there, um, you have to, like, prepay. They're, like, similar to over here with, like, Easy Pass and stuff like that. But um, you actually get pulled over, which uh, that happened, too, if you don't have a prepaid <laughs> toll pass. So, and then they fine you on the spot that they did that once. And then the other time we got pulled over, they let us go. But, so... To avoid this, because they only come in like the the like fourteen day pass, like that's the smallest increment they have. So it's like, why are we going to pay for fourteen days if we're only going to be here for a couple hours? Yeah. So we're like, we're just going to route around the toll road. Don't do it. So we we're, we're in it. Switzerland, and then I don't know if you guys know, but in the Switzerland they have the Swiss Alps, and it's like crazy elevation. It's basically like dri- driving through like a Rocky Mountain or Appalachian Mountain type thing. You think beautiful Swiss Alps. But you don't see anything when it's 2 o'clock in the morning and raining. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's yeah, so like she says, 2 o'clock, and, like, the, the farther up you go, like, you're in, like, the cloud, so it gets real foggy. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it starts raining. Yep. Then we're so high up, it started snowing. Oh, jeez. Also, everyone there drives a Yaris, and we're in a 12-passenger van. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's an eight-point turn to get around those corners. And with the, the sheer cliff... On the other side, no, no guardrails. Nope, it's no. just and so it's it was cool. So like it's kind of I have a weird it's cool answer, that we like, survived. What's my favorite thing, but like we're going through this, but we're laughing. We're we're having such a good time. Like we're scared, but we're like laughing because like when when are we ever going to enjoy something like this? You know, be in the moment and have something crazy like this happening. For we sure. we sounded like a snake pit though because every time there was a turn, every <laughs> single one of us was. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the next morning that was funny to pull oh, forward yeah. back up pull forward again back up the next morning the when we survived basically <laughs> might as yeah. well be a national yeah. lampoons thing, we you know? were a television show for sure yeah in the moment when every part of your body is clenched not so much fun but the next morning you're like hey we survived great <laughs> well like we were like the other guys like i was driving so i was like laser focused but everyone else was like kind of sort of freaking out in their own ways and like they'd freak out and then we'd all start laughing dave woke up on the back bench like he had no idea that we were in this was elves our drummer and he goes is that snow where are we <laughs> yeah it, it was 70 degrees where we were just at i don't get it we're like don't ask he was like is this the swiss alps this is not good <laughs> yeah yep the next day i think we actually talked to our guys in like a storm and they were like so how was your drive you know they, they're so sweet in their little kiwi accents right they're like how was your drive and we were like don't ask <laughs> yeah not uh not, not as bad as driving through the desert of australia yeah right uh, uh so obviously it's been an eventful summer is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's what it boils down to. <laughs> <laughs> and in between all this touring, uh, you decided, hey, let's take this song that's already cool and then add another little twist to it. Mm-hmm. Add a friend to make it cooler. Yeah, add a friend and put it on out there. So uh, talk about uh, Unstoppable and then how you brought Corey Marks into the uh, the fold with that uh, remix. Yeah, it was a really interesting 
idea, right? So um, we we wanted we wanted another shot at radio. We had just we had just met you guys, right? And we were like, well, we want an excuse to go back. So what can we do here? Um, Unstoppable was what they put to radio in Europe. So we decided to give it a shot here, and we thought, well, this is kind of an already crossover track. So like, why don't we just lean into the swing feel and we'll put a friend on there. So Corey Marks was awesome to work with. Um, we actually had him on set for the the music video. And I, I don't know if you guys caught any of the clips that we put out on like TikTok and stuff, but we were basically just making pterodactyl noises at each other the entire time. So it was, it was very much like that stepbrothers moment. <laughs> Do we just become best friends? Right? So he's a total vibe to work with. Uh, made it super easy. I, I hope we get to perform it together one day, but it, it was really cool. Did you know him before you guys got together for the, like we knew of him so other, he's a okay. label mate yeah yep. he's a label mate so um we we knew of him um i I'd, I'd never met him before um this was kind of brought to us as as an idea um but so our our zoom call went along right as rain and then like i said the first meeting was just like magic i think what's cool is you know if you listen to the record as a whole like it, it's got the same sort of underlying like theme sonically but like there's like there's some country flair there's some harder rock flair there's some sort of like you know anthem type stuff in there there's some ballads so like we i can't wait to actually write like the new stuff because like i have some ideas to get really out there (laughs) and uh, there's there's some stuff that that uh she can do especially that she has not really showcased yet and i want to I want, I want to try it on the next one. Sure. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll talk about the new stuff here in a minute, but since we're talking Unstoppable and you're holding a guitar and a microphone, would you like to hear that song? Yeah. This is the first time you've ever done this acoustic for a radio audience like this. Yeah, you got it. First Welcome. time. Welcome, right guinea here. pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Untouchable, unstoppable. Feels good. They told me there's a fine line between a good time and a flat line, baby. They told you that you're nothing, that you're no good, and you never could, baby. Till that night we let the sparks fly, fuel to the flame, like rain to a hurricane. Now, baby, nothing's getting in our way. Light them on fire, pull them all on. Bonnie and Clyde, hold night long. Gonna be savage, this is our soul. Gonna be untouchable, unstoppable. Light up, pull them all on. Bonnie and Clyde, hold night long. Gonna be savage, this is our soul. Gonna be untouchable, unstoppable. They told us we could never have something that would last. We were too fast, baby. Late night drive out on the run. A couple young guns getting wild and crazy. Hands up high, no, we're not done yet. Stolen red Corvette. Hit the gas, cause we're gonna give it all we got. No coming back and no regrets. Gonna light them on fire, put them on. Bonnie and Clyde, all night long. Gonna be savage, this is our soul. Gonna be untouchable, unstoppable, lie up to the moral, Bonnie and Clyde, all night. 
be untouchable, unstoppable. They want to say what they said. No, it don't make no difference to me. Say what they want to. What they say? Nothing's getting in our way. better than it did in the hotel last night. <laughs> Those hotel acoustics. Ah, come on. Totally. Well, what we, we end up better. doing is we practice our music for like two seconds and then just play a bunch of other crap. <laughs> like we've done this enough. Let's, let's yeah. Let's, well, the thing is we haven't, but we're just like, yeah, let's just play this old. Let's play this song or that That's song. because anytime you give a guitar player a guitar, they will just ADD all over the place. Just like it just, you know, everywhere. oh, wait, this other riff that I know. Oh, this other song. Mm, let me noodle here. <laughs> it's a sickness. It's a sickness. Uh, so what are you noodling on? You said new stuff. I mean, we're just talking about new stuff that you literally just put out a week ago that we're playing. But let's just jump ahead to the future. New stuff. What's, uh, what, what's going on up here? Oh, wheels are turning. Wheels Trust are turning. me. Yeah. <laughs> we're a band that has a very old school story. We are still like a bunch of downriver rats that live in the same area and jam in our garage still. So there's constantly opportunity for us to be writing something, right? Um, whether it's a, you know, just a jam in the garage or like Rob brings a riff or I bring a vocal. So we definitely have some stuff in the works and uh, we're excited to be getting started on that soon. Yeah, we got, uh, uh, we're going to LA, I think, beginning of October. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- and that doesn't mean that this past record, I mean, there's still a lot that's going to happen with it. Uh, so we're hoping like following unstoppable, there's going to be something else. And then that third song single will probably be the end of this album cycle. And then we'll focus on the next, but well, we'll see because, because you, they, they did tell you about the, there's a deluxe album coming. So the, the pre-order. Yes. So the deluxe album of love, drugs, and misery is love, drugs, and misery is going to have, um, other stuff on it that's been besides and never heard before stuff and so so we're excited about that so yeah right i, I see all these faces going mm. <laughs> we did not know <laughs> all right usually this is the part where now i ask if you have questions then you stare at me with a blank face and then finally usually becky grabs the mic but let's start and see if anybody else has a question first before i give it to becky anyway oh, oh, oh right here missy up first. oh wait i told you where are you going in the future that you're most excited to go ship rocked yeah, for sure. That's an we, easy one. <laughs> we've, we've, we've already been there, uh, which makes us even more excited to go back. But yeah, but it always be, goes to different places. Being on a cruise ship and playing music, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. It's all also like a just a crazy 
time because nobody has their own gear. So I don't know if everybody knows this about Shiprock, but when there's stuff that you have to fly to, a lot of the, the rigs are all advanced. So no one has their own, like, guitar or amps that they're used to. So, like, everybody has something stupid happen. Whether it's the smallest band that's on the bill or the headliner of the whole gig, um, it's just a very fun place for everybody to, like, hang out to. So there's, like... Many, much like other festivals, I feel like Shiprock is a special spot where like only things that you could find on Shiprock will happen. On yeah, Shiprock. like like that poster behind you, Corey Taylor walks up to to us and like, hey, I'm Corey. It's like, yeah, well, we know. <laughs> no, thanks for introducing yourself. Corey, who? No, no, uh, what? Yeah. not necessarily. I was like, you're a sweetheart, but also we get it. <laughs> Being on uh, Shiprock, playing and doing this doesn't make you also want to. Oh God. I mean, you do have to, to pack some Dramamine. Okay. So, yeah. like, there's, you gotta, you gotta be prepared just okay. a little so bit. I'm, I, I, little I found bit. out too that if you, this is gonna sound bad, but if you get like a little bit of a buzz going on, it kind of balances it out a little, you know. But <laughs> sea legs, <laughs> right? Yeah. You wobble one direction, exactly. the ball wobbles the other. Guess, I mean, yeah. Like calibrates. That's you know? not how I, I can't do it like that. But you. So your cover of War Pigs is amazing. <gasps> Thank you. And. I was just wondering, what's a dream cover that you would like to do that you haven't done yet? Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. I just, I just think that like, so I'm very inspired by um, Pink and Lady Gaga, and so I think it would be cool to do like a rock version of a, like a female voice as well. So, um, we we did cover during Pandemic World, so what, which was super fun, um, and I feel like that could be an all-out rock song but but i don't know i think there's also uh we we always like to do this go big or go home thing with covers so so it's interesting <laughs> uh we were actually and i just learned how to play this sort of uh but we we're messing around with hotel california <laughs> and she sounds pretty good singing that song i'd say oh boy <laughs> so it, it's like I, one I of those like playing it. things where i'm goofing around it's like a weird thing because you got to use like a capo on the seventh fret so it's a goofy song to play but I never really learned it as a kid, and I was like, I'll just try it and see what's, see how it is. And then you started singing, and it was one of those like, hmm, okay. Well, keep that in mind for uh, down the road maybe. Yeah. yeah. Go scope out TikTok. Yeah, I think you, she yeah. posted it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see it, it's, it's there. somewhere on social media. <laughs> so I guess we'll talk about um, how much of an amazing positive female influence you are. Stop. Um, and you talked about how much you love Pink, and Pink is one of my idols too because she's such a great female influence as well. Yes. Um, and you just you just exude this positivity, and I love it. Um, you're so fun and bubbly, but there's got to be times, especially in this genre, because it's a male-dominated genre, where you have to be the bad bitch. You know. Yep. How do you balance being this bubbly, positive? I love life woman but you also have to be this first foot forward and i'm the bad bitch and i'm i'm gonna get i'm gonna get shit done how yep. do you balance that Ooh, this is a good question thank you they give me the lead singer microphone so i do all of my fierce stuff when we're on stage so like you guys are coming to the show later yes yes okay everybody okay you will see total costume change she is going to, there is a new face on this one. She is, she has arrived. Um, but I think it's, it's a, it's a cool thing for me to be able to be loud and to be commanding and that that is a space for lead singers to step into. And it's so fun for people 
when you when you go there that I think it just amplifies the energy. And I find that rock people are very good about bringing their energy anyhow. So it, it just makes it that much easier to step to the stage. And as soon as the lights go up and I do this, everybody loses their minds, right? For listeners, I mean, it's just the raising of the arm, right? That is the command. <laughs> and everybody knows already. So I think that's, that's a fun way for me. If I'm really having it, but there are days where I struggle, like truthfully, honestly struggle. Um, and I just hide for a minute. And I just tell people, like, I will be right back. But my brain is scramby eggs, so I need to go shake that off for a minute. And that's and that seems to work, you know, if I can just have a down moment. If I sit, I just work on my breath work for a minute. I slam a water, you know, and, like, get my brain right. That's usually enough of a reset. And then can you really, really quickly tell the story about bumping into Jacoby Shaddix when you filmed The Retaliators? Because- <laughs> I read that story and I loved it because you were fangirling and it was totally something I would have done. I would have done the exact same thing. So bad. (laughs) So I, okay, I'll start this by saying this was the first professional anything that we had done since being with the label. So I was very new to this whole world. I had never met anyone else in the industry. And they're like flying me to the set of this film, right? Cool, okay. I will uh, get there and it's like, they're filming this and I'm supposed to be one of the like zombie-esque creatures, right? So I'm, they don't. Subhuman. Subhuman. I wasn't even in the movie and I know more about it. It's called subhuman because these are really beat up. There's nothing wrong with them. There's no sickness. They're just very beat up humans. Animal like type humans, crazies, right? So I'm supposed to be one of the crazies. Um, And that, that worked out, but I, it's six in the morning. They told me to show up with just bare face, no makeup, no nothing, right? So I just got out of the shower. I'm looking like a drowned rat. And I'm going to breakfast. Um, and I get to pressing this button. I'm like, okay, okay, you know, you're going to meet. I knew I was going to be on set with him that day. I was like prepping my brain to meet people later, right? And I press the button and ding, elevator opens. And Jacoby is walking into the elevator. <laughs> like, uh... But does not compute. Does does not compute. We were not ready. My brain is like, this was supposed to be three hours from now. Right? Um, so, and I had just woken up. So immediately, he looks at me. I look at him. He's got a plate of scramby eggs. My brain is scramby eggs. We lock eyes. And he goes, he just kind of smirks because I think he understands that I know who he is. And I go, oh, my God, hi. <laughs> that was it that was the whole thing and he was like okay hi and like he just proceeded to go back up to his floor and I was like oh my gosh I just blew this this is terrible so then fast forward to maybe 30 minutes later we're getting into the same navigator to be driven to set and he's like just him and his manager and I could tell that he and his manager are now locking eyes and he's going what's with the fangirl getting in the car, right? Like, who is this crazy woman, right? So I very quickly changed pace and was like, hi, I'm Eva, I'm supposed to be here. I uh, sing for a new band on the label. And he was like, oh, okay, well, that changes everything. Immediately, his demeanor changed and he was like starting the onboarding process and he was super rad. We were on set that day for like 13 or 14 hours. And he was in prosthetics too like special effects makeup he was caked everywhere with like blood and gore and blah 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 and so at the end of the day this long day we're like scrubbing ourselves down at the opposite end of the hallway right and he just kind of like very peppy was like 
so you guys are new to the label, you know, how's the new album coming along? You know, it, he just strikes up this conversation. I was like, this dude is just a legit human and so cool. He did not have to take it on himself to onboard us, um, but was very kind to do so. Uh, so so now I've gotten my my sea legs in this industry, so to speak. And I'm, I'm no longer walking around fangirling at everybody. Jacoby, thank you for teaching me the ropes. So what uh, band that you haven't played with yet? Of anybody out there, would you like to play with? Shine down. <laughs> I, was, I was just waiting for you to oh, finish your question, but I already knew what my. <laughs> uh, and and Papa Roach, though, truly. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's the list is so long, um, but yeah, Shine Down would be a lot of fun. Not just because obviously they're great, but we've heard like amazing things about them and how they treat their support bands, and I just want to see what that's like. What about bands that? are no longer able to play like through death of a member of the band or they're just not around anymore. You could pick any, any band ever. You know, what's interesting is because one of my, one of my top bands that I wanted to tour with was Paramore. And for a while they were on this indefinite hiatus, but now she's back. (laughs) So like, I don't know. I don't, I mean, it's, that's such a tough question for me to answer in two seconds. Um, I mean, I love, and I, they're still playing, but I love Alice in Chains, and uh, that have been great to play with the or OG lineup of Alice in Chains. And one of the um, cool things that I got to experience as far as meeting people goes, I got to meet Jerry Cantrell, which was, I mean, ridiculous, but yeah. From an influence standpoint, do you guys go back to the 90s grunge, farther into the 80s? I mean, what is it that has shaped you into what you are today? As a band or yeah. individually? Either or. Whatever you're feeling as that question. No. <laughs> because our, and the reason I ask that is because our individual influences are super different. Like, I grew up a 90s pop kid, and these guys all picked up guitars because of, like, Metallica, and uh, Chris is very inspired by Deftones, and, like, there's, so there's a lot of variety, and, which is probably why the album sounds so all over the place. Like, we just, we just, pick up a lot of different influences and then put them all on the same record. But there yeah, we go. And, and that's how it works. I mean, when you, when you take everybody's little bits and put them together, you find that right balance to create something new. Cause you don't want to sound like the Deftones. You don't want to sound like, you know, whatever that band is. So you take what everybody's favorite is, squish them together and make Eve under fire. Yeah. There's always inspiration that comes from all that stuff. And then we're going to get even crazier with it on the next one. <laughs> right, crazy. right. I, I keep, I crazy. keep advertising I Rob, this thing like, nobody's going to hear for two years. I, but. I tried a different sort of verse on one of these songs, and they were like, we have never heard you sound like that. And I, So this is why everybody keeps telling I was like, I don't know. Do you guys think so? Blah, blah, blah. And they were like, dude, you, you, you get influenced from so many different worlds of, of music and schools of thought. And they're like, everyone is now putting together these mashups. And they were like, why not just do it under one band name you know like it doesn't have to be a feature if we have all of these different sounds at our disposal and it sounds wonderful let's just explore that next time around and of course everybody was like super on board and you know excited about you know so so now it's kind of fun for us because we were like oh so we've just we've just gotten authorization to go crazy and like (laughs) figure out you know walk to the ends of the earth and figure it out so from the label yeah, right. they were like I said, approved. Because like, usually the label's like, here's the box, you stay right in the middle. They're right, actually, right. So the fact that they're like, go crazy, we like your ideas, that go nuts. 
Yep, yeah, it's actually pretty freeing uh, to to be able to be as creative as we want to be. That is awesome. You know, there are sometimes they have opinions on certain things, but uh, we got to release all the stuff we wanted to release on the first record. So, yeah, and then everything that we submitted that was just outside of that right, is now coming on the deluxe album. Time, we didn't even use. So. <laughs> sure. yeah. so now it shall all see the light of day. Yeah. But I think there's another, I don't know, about three ish minute song that you got in you. I think it's two minutes and 43 seconds, if I remember. It's a song that you all know and love, because that's probably what you started playing. Yeah. It's Blow. It was the first part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with the mess we're in. The game we're playing, it's a game I win. You're a lovesick addict, can't get enough. Got a real bad habit, I'm messing it up. Everybody shout, count. Five, four, three, two, one. Baby, I'm about to blow. Ticking like a time bomb, ready to explode. Hit you with my best shot, you with my sights. Running for your Sold my soul to play Russian roulette It's my favorite game I'm a chaos addict Can't get enough Got a real dark secret I'll never give up Here, five, four, three, two Baby, I'm about to blow Ticking like a time bomb Ready to explode Hit you with my best shot Got you in my sights Running for your life Baby, I'm about to blow Ticking like a time bomb Ready to explode Hit you with my best shot I'm about to blow Ticking like a time bomb Ready to explode Hit you with my best shot Hit you with my sights Running for a Always been a songbird. Yeah. yeah <laughs> yep. You're awesome, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. I love you guys. Thank you so much for doing this and for coming here. For, thank you for Iraq hosting this, man. This is so cool. Thank you guys, truly. Um, we've we've always loved to do music. We've been doing music for years. Um, his dad got him his first guitar. My mom's been putting me on the table since I was three. Listen to my kid. Look. <laughs> you know, here, do the thing. Um, so yeah, and now we get to come and do it here. So it's really fun for us. So mine is a two-part question. Um, the first one, what age were you when you realized that that's what you wanted to do for a living? And 
Uh, what advice would you give for a young artist? I've been singing since I could talk, so I knew it was a thing. I didn't know that I wanted to do it until probably high school as like a career. Uh, we did the war tour on the, the local stage and like where all the t-shirts were for the big bands. <laughs> but everybody at those types of venues are like at the gates at 9 a.m. So they came prepared, right? So the moment that I said, hands up, and everybody went, yeah, for music they had never heard before, that was when I was hooked. Um, advice for young artists, trust yourself more than anybody else. Everybody's going to tell you about everything all the time, like what you should wear and what you should sound like and what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. But that, that happens in the real world, too. They don't tell you about that. Like your dreams are just as hard on you as the real world is going to be. So if you're going to do anything with your life, you may as well do what you love. Give it up for Eva Under Fire. Yeah.